Okay. Welcome to How to Write a Grant with Laura and Ellie and Dina. And we are back for our fourth episode of How to Write a Grant. We're still writing a grant, just one. Um, Ellie's back. Yeah. I am back. Most exciting. I didn't work on grants at all while I was away. <laughs> Wait, did you work on any grants here while you're here? <laughs> so key is you don't write grants. It seems like that is indeed the case. Yeah. Unfortunately. But okay. Ellie is back from Vietnam and we're really excited to talk to her. <laughs> we missed you, Ellie. It yes. was very different without you. I'm glad that we missed you both too. Dina was forced to come up with the questions. Oh, they, they were really great questions, whatever. I believe you. But then you probably didn't get any answers at all, because you're the one that gives the real No, answers. I made her answer the question, so there was answers. So, Ellie, wow. um, why did you go on vacation without us, and where did you go? Uh, well, you guys did not fit in my suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, you were not interested in paying for a round-trip flight to Asia. I don't know. I don't understand that logic. So how much? Was it, like, over 1000 It was less. The whole trip cost me $900. Oh, wow. Awesome. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Is it, like, the, is it like the off-season to go to? Where'd you go? I went to Vietnam. I is was it in the, Ho Chi Minh City. Was it the off time to go? Is that why it was so cheap? I flew at really weird times of the day. Mm. And, like, in the awesome. middle of the week. And I booked my ticket really far in advance. Mm. And also $900 is basically my life savings. So, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, this still life. I mean, not that that doesn't exist. So, um, <laughs> hey, before we continue, what's the grand yeah, question? Oh my gosh, of the well, we have, we're talking about timing, I guess. So, what is the timeline for preparing a grant proposal? Oh, okay. Okay, so tell us more about Vietnam. Great. So, <laughs> Back to the matter. I made a list of the things that I did because I realized I'm terrible about talking about things that I've done, especially on vacation. Yeah, apparently you did some journaling there. I did do some journaling. We didn't um, see some any pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no pictures. Are they on Facebook? Wait, oh, did no, you really have to be on vacation? I'll show you guys pictures of the things I did because I have them on my phone. I mean, obviously, it's going to be really entertaining well, for many Well, why don't we talk about your talking points because you obviously wrote some down. Yeah. Okay. You give me your phone so I can look at your pictures okay. as long as there's nothing creepy. There's, there's no penises. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that warning. You're welcome. But just I would to, not want that. Just warning. to clear it up, any vaginas? No. Okay, cool. I'll look through your pictures then. Okay. There was a pause. Did you see that? <laughs> you like this mine? I wanted to be 100% sure, but no, I think that we're all safe. So, so tell us what, what happened. What are, you, what are the most exciting things that you thought happened on um, your vacation? Most exciting things. I learned a lot about propaganda. That mm. was very exciting. Um, Did you believe any of it? I believed all of it. That's <laughs> how good the propaganda was. It was just well done art. Um, I took pictures of a lot of it and looked up the translations when I got back. Thank you, Google Translator. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, some interesting stuff. Lots of pictures of Ho Chi Minh, who is just everyone's hero. That is from an airport. Reach um, your goals. Yeah, it's the most motivational airport. The airport in Hong Kong has all these like little Mister, little Miss. I don't remember what those things are called. Those little cartoon things, and most of them are talking about normal like flight things. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't we stick back to this list because that's kind of hard to talk about a photo. That oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> just reach your goals. Just know that. Yes. Be Go motivated. ahead. Um, so yeah, Ho Chi Minh everywhere. Just turn so you stayed in a, in a major city, mm -hmm. 
Okay, uh, did you stay in a hotel? No, I stayed with my friend who lives there. He lives just outside of the city. Oh, you were yeah, visiting I was, friends. I was visiting friends. Wow, see, I really am bad about that. All right, because I was trying to figure out if you were, you went, you just, you know, closed your eyes and, you know, pointed your finger somewhere. This was not like an eat, pray, love vacation. This oh. Was, wait, can someone explain to me what eat, pray, love is? From my understanding, it's when Julia Roberts has a mental breakdown and she goes to random countries to eat some food and then another random country to visit a temple and then a third random country to fall in love with a sexy man who she doesn't like share the same first language obviously with. we need to watch that movie together wait is this movie you watched yeah i've seen it I it's on tv all the it. time what is it did you read the description off of wikipedia no that was just my guess from the title and from seeing half of the trailer for the movie you're essentially watching a woman travel okay well okay well I did not film this travel So this was experience. not an E-Pray Love trip. Let's get yeah. back to Vietnam. Nor yeah. a wild trip as well, right? No, That's another I traveling don't... woman movie. Is, is that Into the Wild? Wild? In, into the Wild? Isn't that where the guy dies in Alaska from eating bones? Mm. Yeah. I don't really know. That, that was like cool? a bestseller book. It was really good. You should read the book. Audiobook person. I read and I listen to audiobooks, but I can't read a book while I'm at work, but I can listen to a book while I'm working. Okay, so Go ahead. you need to not reference books that you don't know what they are about or movies because that just sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like it. Love I did not die on this trip from eating <laughs> any berries, so I oh, think that's what a good did you eat on this trip? Yeah, what did you eat? Oh man, well, I ate so many foods that um, Americans would think are normal Vietnamese foods, and then I also ate a duck fetus. Um, so that was a fun experience. So um, it was a. It was a culinary experience for you as well. It was. It Not really just cultural. It was, um, you know, my, fr my friend who wanted me to try it would not tell me what it was. They so dared you? Did they dare you? And did not dare oh, me. Okay. They just assumed that I would be respectful of her feelings when she said that this was a food she really liked. So. Did oh, she really like it? So we, yeah, she is Vietnamese, so this is like her jam. So, okay, so she <laughs> is the, the partner, girlfriend, significant other of the friend you were visiting. Yes, so let so me she clarify is all from of that. Vietnam. Yes, so I went to Vietnam to visit one of my best friends from college who moved there about eight months ago because he felt the need to move to another continent. Did he need to eat, pray, love? He needed to eat, pray, love. Okay. okay. It's without the Wait pray. A second. He's Wait very did, the, did your friend also eat the duck fetus? He did. So it turns out his girlfriend, her name is Lee. She has been asking him to eat this food the entire time they've been together, because that's like close to six months at this point, and he wouldn't do it because he's a wuss. So instead, he told me, without telling me what it was, that I should consume this, and I told him that he would have to do it if I did. Oh, okay. So what, what did he, what did you think, and what did he think? Um, I think that I had a slightly more positive experience than he did. He is... He just does not appreciate food. It's the thing about him that uh, I hate Wait, the is most. he from the Midwest? Okay. He's from the D.C. area. Interesting. Where did he grow up? Like, Virginia? No, Maryland. I was going to say the other state. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So, he just, he so, doesn't appreciate So, when you ate the duck fetus, what did you, what did, well, before you even ate it, you saw it, what did you think it was? I thought it was an eyeball. It was spherical. Gelatinous? It was not in a shell. Um, that is a rice ball. That's not as weird as it looks in that picture. Okay, so... Did you share the fetus, or did you no, just get you, your own fetus? Everybody gets their own fetus. They're not fetus. that big. Oh, um, okay. I didn't think so. I mean, well, most think fetuses of aren't very big. Yeah. 
It was uh, maybe like the size of my fist. Okay. And, you can um, uncurl it now. So to be clear, though, I mean, a fetus grows in an egg, so it was an egg that was um, fertilized, fertilized, okay. and then they eventually just stopped the process. Yeah. Yeah. So they removed the shell. Um, just it clearing out for all those fetus warriors. Yes. So for anybody who is pro-life, pro-choice, this is a really interesting conversation. Plus, we're all just pro-choice here, I think. Yeah. Okay. So. Whatever. I believe that if you want to consume a duck fetus, then you should feel free. That is your right as a person who has access to a hatchery. But but I also think that it's, you know, different cultures do different things. They have different types of foods. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all can't have, you know, mega food processors like the United States where you take the food and it doesn't look like it's originalness Mm -hmm. at all. Like, you know. And I think also... and. I got some questions when I mentioned that I ate this food from people who thought that was really gross, that I would eat a fetus, but I will point out that in the U.S., all male chicks that are um, produced by, like, large factory farms, the majority of them are thrown right in a food processor after they're hatched, and they are identified as male, because they just aren't financially worthwhile. Yeah, they're not going to lay eggs. They become your chicken McNuggets and everything else, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do they? I thought they were fed to other animals. Mm Mm-mm. I mean, I mean, probably depends Maybe, on the yeah. processor. I think but they it, literally they go in a giant food processor and with all like the bones and the fluff and. I think it's feed yeah. from them. I know at the zoo in Philadelphia stuff. that the chicks that are like extra that they hatch there do go as like food for other animals, which makes mm-hmm. sense, kind of. So what yeah. place is this? The zoo. Z O O. Our zoo. Yeah, like the Philadelphia Zoo. They hatch chicks there, and some of the chicks go to be feed for some of the animals. So why? Does our why, why do we eat chickens in a zoo? Maybe we can go to the zoo one day and look at the exhibit. I know I had some contacts there. I have a zoo membership, guys. You can both go for free. Yay! <laughs> I don't want to go on a hot day. It smells there. <laughs> it does smell on a cold day. Well, we can we can go next winter. I want to know what's next on your list besides oh, the fetus. This is in no particular order, but I did go to a zoo that was attached to a deserted theme park, and they did have chickens there. Huh. I'm sure they just didn't walk in and they were just hanging out. They were, they were chickens. definitely there. Were they, they street were chickens? Like they were street they were chickens. I didn't see any street chickens. I don't know. If so this was not a, like an accredited zoo. This was probably the most depressing zoo I've ever been to in my life. Mm. It was a lot of birds. It was a lot of ducks. So this there was, was a Ho Chi city. Yeah. Were they wild deer? I mean, not anymore. If they ever were. They were like, it was so funny. I'd never seen a deer in a zoo before. They were just hanging out with some herons, with some ducks. Did you take pictures of random people? I wanted to take a picture of the restaurant, and then that woman caught me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, she was my best friend. I have to admit something. You know when people are taking pictures on the streets? Mm -hmm. You know, because they want to be in front of a statue. They want to be in front of this building. I walk in front of this camera. (laughs) I can totally see that. So I walk in front of that camera on purpose. Now, there must be so many photos of me interrupting them. Just like your ear or like a blur. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna have to pause because there's a whole section of you with dogs. <gasps> yeah, let's talk about the dog Did cafe. Back? I tried. Okay. It turns out so that there's a dog cafe, like, like cat cafes. There are multiple dog cafes and what? cat cafes and reptile cafes. Oh but no, thank you to the reptile. <laughs> cafe. Oh, they were fun. They were <clears throat> oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say snakes. Oh no, they had snakes too. 
They were kept in like a glass tank somewhere. Focus on the furry stuff. So dog cafe. Tell me about it. It was great. Were were the dogs serving you drinks? No, but what would happen is you go and you order your coffee or whatever. Did you have to buy them a bowl of food? No. Okay. So you go, you sit down at a table and they will just pick a dog up off the floor and put it on your table (laughs) for you to pet. These like giant Samoans. Wait a minute, are you allowed to pick up a pet or they had to put it on your table? I think they recommend that they do the picking up just because they know how to handle the dogs. So were you charged a fee? You just pay for your coffee. Now, did the dog ask you for coffee, too? The dogs really like to lick the cups because they like the ice, I guess. Uh-huh. So that was pretty cute. But no, so is that how the dogs are getting their dogs. water? Yeah. Um, I hope that they had actual water instead of the dog. Do you think the dogs were unionized? No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think there's weren't. any union. I don't, I don't think they got any benefits. It's really So are you depressing. saying that the dogs didn't go on breaks at one point? Like, what if you sat there for an hour? Like, don't you think the dogs <laughs> would get tired All of being awed by you? They were closed, by the way. They had clothes? Yeah, there was at least one dog with a shirt on. Oh, that was actually, somebody brought their own dog to the dog <laughs> cafe, and that was a baby pug, and it was, it was tiny, it could fit in the palm of your hand, it was so cute. I, I feel like So you can bring fun. your dog to the dog cafe, do they get to pet the other dogs, or? The dogs petting the other dogs? I think if they have the fine motor skills, too, they should feel free. Great. To answer your question, when the dogs got sick of people, they would hide in the corner. Uh-huh. Um, they, would be, they would just go to bed. When did you run to the corner? Um, I never went to the corner because I will never get sick of just staring at dogs and drinking coffee. Those are literally my two favorite things in the world combined. Just a one business model. I live right by a dog park. So I understand. I hate when there's a dog. I need my landlord to change his mind. They're expensive. They have to be monitored all the time. It's like having a child that can't talk. So it's like having this. It's having a child that's two years old forever, which, as someone who's had two two two-year-olds, that's, like, terrible. That's why cats are better. Mm. They're, like, cats cats are, like, roommates. Yeah. um, And they're in charge. That sometimes they want to hang out with you, and sometimes they're, like, meh. Yeah. Okay, so did you go to a cat cafe, too, or no? No, we didn't go to a cat cafe. Did you go to the reptile cafe? We went to a... Bird cafe. Oh, worms! Oh, I'm flying around. I did not enjoy the bird cafe. That one was weird, and they had a lot of still water, but there were ponds, and I got attacked by mosquitoes. So that was oh, not, I'm not sorry. My oh, I mean, hey, if I get sea bugs, then when you when you went to Vietnam, did you have to get vaccinated for X number of things? I had been vaccinated for most things from when I studied abroad. I studied abroad oh. in Uganda, and so I oh, had to get, like, rabies oh, okay. and yellow fever. So in other tetanus. words, Vietnam was a walk in the park. Yeah, the only thing I had to get was my hep A booster. Oh, okay. Even that I, like, did not really need. Ooh, there were porcupines at the zoo, by the way? Yeah, they were really sad. Oh. Yeah. Were they by they themselves? No, they had, like, other porcupine friends. They, I don't know. They were just did you pay to go into the zoo, or did you just walk right through the gate? It was part of this theme park, so you paid to get into the theme park. But then Is this the theme the park where you went on the roller coaster ride? Yes. Explain oh, what happened. The roller coaster. Explain oh the safetyness of it. So obviously everything is super safe, but um, the instead of having one of those fancy clip-in harnesses that mm-hmm. really makes you feel like you're not going to fall out of the and ride, and by fancy you mean safe and approved by the government yes. in America. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so there was a harness, but it didn't latch onto anything. So the way that you keep it attached to your person is there's a seat belt 
like you would, almost like you would find in a car, except it was just the lap seat belt. You just kind of thread it through the bottom of the harness and clip in, and you just pray that it worked out. So you did pray? Um, I mean, not on that ride. I did pray on the log through, because so I thought I was going to die on the log you through. Ate <laughs> and you ate and you prayed. Oh my gosh, but I didn't love anybody. Oh, can you explain how to love somebody in Vietnam? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And by love, I mean have sex. So. Yes. So in Vietnam, it's customary for children to continue to live with their parents until they get married. So, oh, that could take So this forever. is adult yeah. children. Or never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the that would be awful. Yeah. That might be awful. Go ahead. So if you want to have special alone time with somebody, then you Meaning have sex. to go somewhere. Okay, so yeah. sex. You're an adult. Please say sex. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast that is not rated, okay? <laughs> what if we have uh, a delicate young definitely flower? Definitely this. Um, Mature, mature audiences. Mature. I'll have but. to get like that new New Zealand rating that was invented for Netflix. New Zealand? New Zealand had to invent a new like level of rating for 13 Reasons Why, the Netflix series about like the girl who kills herself. Hmm. Yeah. So go know. ahead. Go back to the... So we're all having sex, except we're not in our parents' houses, because that would be weird. Oh, okay. I was like, you had um, sex? No. <laughs> in your parents' house? <laughs> no. So, so um, somebody, so a couple wants to have sex, yeah. but they live with their parents. Mm-hmm. What happens in Vietnam? So they have a thriving hotel business. Not a hotel like we think of in the U.S., but it's like you can rent a room for an hour or two. You just go, you like do the deed, wash up, you head out. And they're everywhere they're on like every corner uh, they're really cheap some of them are a little bit more pleasant than others so some are like the cheapy motel type of experience yeah sometimes you might find a special friend in your bed that's a cockroach sometimes you're pleasantly left alone sometimes if you're not paying attention you stay too long you could almost get locked into the hotel <gasps> how um, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. So my friend and his girlfriend were at a hotel once, and it was late, and I guess the hotel closed at a certain point, and they almost got locked in for the weekend because the staff forgot to check and see if anybody was still around. So let me get this straight now. There's no food delivery? Like, you just can't call up room service? I doubt it. I think this is, like, multi- hotel six times, like, or divided by two. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, was it really, <laughs> so was it really inexpensive to rent a room? And so that's how that Can that's you convert used. this to American money? Oh, man. I don't remember looking it up. I should have asked. I don't ask good questions. I'd be a terrible journalist. Well, we know one career that Ellie won't be when she grows up. Yeah. Journalist. But okay. did you have Sorry, a good time? Gilmore. I did have a good time. It was really fun. So was it really warm there? It was so hot on the dock that I was going to turn into a puddle of jello. I was never not sweating or sticky even when I was indoors. Do was people great. smell there more? I did not sniff people too much. I, I don't, don't think so. If you go so. to, like, European countries, like, clearly deodorant isn't as popular. So mm-hmm. you're not used to, like, the same smells as Americans. And I was just wondering if it felt like a different smell. It felt, what do you mean it smelled like It smelled like a different smell. Like a different smell. <laughs> I, I did not notice excessive body odor or anything like that. Like, if I was on a bus, I wasn't. Gagging, yeah. So people clearly also adapted because they've lived there their whole lives. Yeah, it's just us Americans that sweating. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, people were people were looking at me anyway because <laughs> well, I'm like a white not, girl and if like, you're born was, in a hot country, I think you know how to deal. Yeah, where there's no air conditioning mostly, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So did the I, apartment that you're staying in with your friend have a air conditioning? It did. Oh, oh my god. god! But it was it was almost like what's the point? You know, because the minute you walk outside, it's just oppressive. Your glasses fog and everything. Right. And it happens. So at this theme park, one of the rides is called the Cool House, and it was just a room full of ice sculptures. <laughs> Ooh, that must have been pleasant. It though. was the best. Now were they visibly melting? No, they, it was so cold. Were you like allowed to wear a parka? I, I did maybe <laughs> stay there a little bit longer than I should have, but um, I walked outside and I couldn't see for like 20 minutes because my glasses were all foggy. Did you think about taking your glasses off and cleaning them? Yeah, but then if you do that, then they just fog up more weirdly later. Now, why don't they make anti-fog glasses? Do you ever think they? about these? They make transition lenses. We're going to be rich, guys. We're Which is anti-fog glasses. <laughs> if only we were scientists. And but we all wear glasses. <laughs> I don't think you... that that's enough of a qualification. <laughs> Okay. What else? Oh, what your trip. else? Anything else? Um, you ate more than the duck fetus, right? I did. Okay, I, just checking. <laughs> that, that was, was the only food I ate in 10 days. <laughs> I lost a lot of weight. It was great. Did you really? No. Oh. <laughs> I ate a lot of food. You know, I mean, there's like the classic, like, pho. Pho was delicious. Everybody should eat soup all the time. So you ate meat. I did eat meat. So I was not because vegan. You were, okay, because th- that was a jump. Mm-hmm. Vegan to eating meat. Vegan to eating meat. And the meat did not upset my stomach at all, but I did have cheese once, and I almost died. Oh. Yeah, it's, so. a, it's also the processing by which that milk product mm-hmm. is made. Yeah, my body just doesn't ever want me to have comfort food again. So it's okay. Is it okay? So it but you had a good time? Bread is very comforting, time. though. Bread is comforting. Yeah. Carbs, really. Yeah. It's all about the carbs. I'm really into carbs, though. Mm-hmm. My my typical comfort food before I became a vegan was mac and cheese. Ah, I see. It's, vegan mac and cheese exists, and some of it is really good, and some of it Okay. Last. So did you go back to being a vegan since you returned? Um, mostly. I have to, like, reevaluate my dietary choices now, because it's been about four months that I've been vegan living and it's good but it's definitely restrictive i know that's shocking i don't know you act like you act like the the veganism belief is holding you hostage i do feel a lot of guilt i feel a lot of guilt in many aspects of my life but i feel food guilt because i used to intern for a vegan organization and so were you a secret mediator while interning there? Oh my god. <laughs> Were you? I know. I know. I know. Wait, did you work for PETA? Like, no, oh. but I worked for an organization that works with PETA. And people I know from there now work for PETA. Somebody that I interned with that Speaking summer, of propaganda. Yeah, yeah. He became one of the undercover slaughterers oh, at god. a house. And then he went on tour with their elephant who is against the Ringley Brothers circus yeah. mm-hmm. thing. Um, and he named that elephant Ellie, which I choose to believe was after me, because we were best friends. But, um, so let's yeah. get this straight. You pretend, Did you pretend to be a vegan when you were interning there? I told them that I was going vegetarian. And so when you went out to lunch, you did not order the giant burger with them? Instead, you ordered something. I mean, I think, that's cheaper. I think that's really easy to do, right? Like, just when you're eating out once a day, it's like when you go home and you're, like, eating that mac and cheese or you're eating the... Um, burger or whatever. That's when you're secret. Yeah, and to be fair, that was like when I started to change my diet, and I was basically vegetarian that summer. Um, I, I they didn't even force me to be. They knew that I was not vegan when I started working. They didn't shame you. No, but they were very excited that they had a real life case study. 
After just like one month of interning with us, Ellie gives up me for the rest of her life. Just kidding. And then she went and had a fetus. So, yeah, hey, so, you know. a duck fetus. Just clearing that one up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it really could have been anything. Yeah. So, and how are we doing with time? Okay. How are we doing? Well, we should probably repeat the question because I don't remember what it was. Uh, yes. So this is a very important question. What is the timeline, speaking of time, for preparing a grant proposal? Probably as long as you were in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> That's very helpful. Yep. Yep. So 10 days. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's different kinds of proposals. You can put a proposal together in 10 days, in my opinion. I think is it, it depends. I, think... I always write good proposals. That's well, I think that it depends upon... The grant opportunity, if it's like some massive endeavor, endeavor that the organization is not to be confused with Denver. (laughs) (laughs) If it's a very large project, and let's say your organization has never dealt with it, it might require some, depending on how early you learn about it, it might require some months of planning to think about it. Because certainly there are some good opportunities out there, um, but that doesn't mean that every organization should apply for that matter. Absolutely. You should try to make sure that it's a good match. Otherwise, you're wasting time and energy on Mm -hmm. that grant, um, which is not a good idea. I mean, timeline also, uh, for some folks, they're going to be writing about the same program over and over again, and they're going to be able to pump those out in days. So that's great. Well, that is all very good advice. And I just want to say that I am shocked and almost horrified that both of you had an answer for that question. We are both actually grant writers. Wow. And this is How to Write a Grant. Bye. Bye.